Hey everyone, my name is Pete Bowen. Welcome to Wisdom, Leadership, and Success, Real Talk About Life. Our goal is to help you become more successful in every aspect of your life, at work, at home, and in your community. In today's podcast, we're starting an ongoing discussion about leadership. First, we'll talk about how fundamental leadership is in our lives. Then we'll talk about different definitions of leadership. Finally, I'm going to ask you to share your thoughts and experiences about leadership. I want to hear what you think through our website, www.realtalkaboutlife.com. That's realtalkaboutlife.com. If you want to go in-depth about leadership, you can get my book, On Leadership, What's Broken in Our Society and How We Fix It, on Amazon.com. That's On Leadership by Pete Bowen on Amazon.com. So let's get rolling. Leadership is very important in our lives. It really matters for at least three reasons. First, leadership is personal to all of us. You're a leader at work, you're a leader in your own family, and hopefully you're leading your own life towards fulfillment and happiness. Second, you're also a citizen leader in our society. As Americans, we all have the responsibility for being leaders in our community. We are leaders who are responsible for choosing leaders. To choose good leaders, to fulfill that responsibility, we have to understand leadership. Finally, leadership is very important in our society. We constantly trust the leadership of others, and others trust our leadership. At work, we trust that our senior leaders keep things headed in the right direction while we lead our people and teams in our projects. In our families, parents lead kids through the first 20 years of life, and then the kids lead their parents through the last 10 years of their parents' lives. Church leaders lead us through spiritual challenges. Doctors, attorneys, and bankers lead us through the health, legal, and financial issues we face. Teachers lead our communities and children in education. General contractors lead us through home renovations. The employees at Trader Joe's lead us in finding new trending foods. Nordstrom's shoppers lead us through the fashion process. And the Geek Squad leads us through the installation of our home theater systems. Youth athletic coaches help lead our kids in understanding teamwork, leadership, and character. At least we hope they do. Leadership is everywhere. Think about it. It surrounds us in every aspect of our lives. Leadership is the most basic of human relationships. It's been around since the first time one human taught another, hundreds of thousands of years ago. Again, our personal and professional lives are full of relationships where we trust the leadership of others and those other people trust our leadership. In fact, Society depends on billions of these leadership trust relationships every day, and without them, our society collapses. We depend on leaders in law, finance, engineering, healthcare, government, military, education, logistics, and in social and cultural affairs. Leadership, especially good leadership, is so common and so pervasive that I think we take it for granted and we don't understand how important it is. Sometimes it takes a bad experience to remind us how pervasive leadership is and how important good leadership is. What happens when a general contractor 
or a mechanic rips you off. Poor leadership costs you time, it costs you money, and it costs you anxiety. Finally, remember that leadership is really important because you're a leader every day of your life. You lead in your family, you lead in your profession, you lead as a citizen in our community, and hopefully you lead a good life to fulfillment and happiness. Now that we've talked about how important and pervasive leadership is in all aspects of our lives, let's talk a little bit about definitions of leadership. I've been teaching leadership for more than 25 years, and over that time I've had many conversations about the definition of leadership. One conversation I had with a really sharp guy named Chris captures the essence of many of those discussions. Chris started off by defining leadership as an influence relationship between people with shared goals. I asked if an influence relationship can include negative influences, like force or coercion. For instance, imagine that a bank robber puts a gun to the head of the bank manager and tells that bank manager to lead him to the vault. Is that leadership? Chris thought for a second, then he said, no, that isn't leadership because it involves coercion or force or threat. The robber is threatening the manager. So I asked, is the simple phrasing that I used, the bank teller led the robber to the vault, is that wrong? That's how we use the word led or lead in real life. Shouldn't our definition of a term like leadership be consistent with the common use of the term? No, Chris said. Real leadership is something different. So I asked, how about at a higher level? Historians talk about Hitler as the leader of Germany in World War II, and Saddam Hussein as the leader of Iraq in the 1990s. But those two clearly used force and coercion and threats. Were they not leaders, even though they were called leaders? Chris thought for a second and then said, not really. So then I said, well, how about Julius Caesar as he led the Romans in conquering Gaul? Or Lord Nelson as he led the British fleet in his huge victory in the naval battle at Trafalgar? Many of their soldiers and sailors were led using coercion and threat. If you disobeyed, you might be flogged or executed. Are we really claiming that those two are not leaders? Really? Let's consider a couple of institutional definitions of leadership. One institution defines leadership as, quote, the art, science, or gift by which a person is enabled and privileged to direct the thoughts, plans, and actions of others in such a manner as to obtain and command their obedience, their confidence, their respect, and their loyal cooperation, end quote. Now, why don't you try to repeat the key points back? Another institution defines leadership as the art of influencing and directing people to accomplish the mission, end quote. There's a few challenges with these and other definitions of leadership. First, the very fact that after 100 years of leadership studies, we still don't have a common definition of leadership is a big indication that leadership studies in our nation are a mess. That's the subject of a future podcast. Second, these two definitions are too complicated. Leadership is something that happens all the time in our lives. If the definition of leadership is too complicated, we'll never remember the definition and we won't use it. Third, I think all this talk about, quote, influence relationships takes us in the wrong direction. Influence means that you have an effect on something or someone. 
Well, the presence of certain people in my life has a negative effect on my mood. Their presence influences my mood. But I would never think of that as leadership. Also, influence is associated with the idea that a leader can only use positive motivation to get another person to follow. It's the idea that if there is some negative motivation, like force or coercion or threat, then whatever is going on is not leadership. And I think that goes against common sense and the everyday use of our word leadership, or led, or lead, and would have us rejecting, let's say, Julius Caesar or Lord Nelson as leaders. Again, really? And that gets us to the last point. Our definition of leadership is going to be most effective if it aligns with the common everyday use of the word lead. The best definition of leadership is one providing guidance to another. One providing guidance to another. That definition keeps it simple. You can teach it to your kids. It lines up with our everyday use of the word leadership. And that definition of leadership as one providing guidance to another really reminds us of how much leadership is part of every aspect of our lives. Finally, let's remember that that other in the definition can be us. We can lead ourselves. In fact, in life, we're supposed to lead ourselves. Last night I woke up at 3 a.m. hungry, and I went to the refrigerator in the kitchen, and I found a dessert. One part of me really wanted to eat that dessert. Another part of me said, a night snack isn't healthy. I have to be able to lead myself. We have to be able to lead ourselves. So let's review. The whole point of these podcasts, Wisdom, Leadership, and Success, is to help you become more successful at work, at home, in our community, and in life. The more you understand leadership, the better you're going to be able to lead your people at work, lead your family at home, be a leader in your community, and perhaps most important, lead your own good life to fulfillment and happiness. Remember, the whole point of all of this is to be practical. Real talk about life. As we wrap up this podcast, I want to hear what you think. Go to our website, www.realtalkaboutlife.com, and share your thoughts. How important is good leadership in our society? Are we doing a good job making leaders today or not? What are the ways you're a leader every day? That's a good list to have for yourself. When you talk about leadership to your kids or others, what do you tell them? How do you teach them about leadership? What works? What doesn't work? And finally, what do you think the best definition of leadership is and why? Well, that wraps up our podcast. Thanks for listening to Wisdom, Leadership, and Success, Real Talk About Life, with me, Pete Bowen. Please visit our website, realtalkaboutlife.com, where you can find additional information, read the blog, and subscribe to this podcast. We want your comments, questions, and suggestions. Finally, please share us on social media with your friends, and have a great day.